Okay, we should all be on. I believe Damon's just hopping off another call quickly. I'm back. I'm back. Hi, hi, I'm Anna. Hi, Damon. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. All right, you guys ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right, cool. Um, so congrats on your new streaming platform for our millennial transmitters. Um, why did you why did you decide to launch this platform? Well, you know, I'm the originator of what I think or the DNA of the millennial generation. You know, I had a uh, a uh, internet television network in like 2005 before YouTube was even monetizing content. I invented the term webisode. So right. if you look at Black Rock, the project I did with the Black Keys, and I put them with most deaths and foul Monch and, you know, um, you know Q-Tip, gave a visual. I had webisodes. Because I invented the term, I was the first person to use 5D because Canon gave them to me personally to use. Hey, can you turn that up? The music up? And, uh, you know, they even had a radio station. If you look back to what Dan Arabat, because uh, I did a doc on it, mm-hmm. uh, called Welcome to Black Rock, if you look back to what they're saying, they were literally laughing at me back then because I was like, you could have a radio station, you could have your own channel. All the stuff that's happening now, I've been telling people years ago, so basically, I've been developing content for the last, you know, since 2005, actually before that, because if you remember, I made all these movies based right. on the content I was aggregating, like backstage and all that. I've always been a content aggregator. I'm a very visual person, and I always know I'm making history, so I say it. And I've been very lucky and smart in that way. But doing the streaming service, I was actually trying to develop the technology to do it on my own, but what I learned is it makes more sense just to outsource it you know, and all the things that come with that. So I've been actually having streaming services in my version of them. But I just had to wait for industry to catch up. So when I launched uh, Losada through Vimeo, which was direct to consumer and it was very innovative, I was always telling Vimeo, I need you guys to black or white label, you know, make a streaming service. Like, you know, because I didn't want to build it. But once you build it, then some other technology comes out and all this, that, and the third is just too much. And then they did that. Now the industry is caught up to where you're monetizing YouTube, and people are now, you know, it's normal to digest content through places like Netflix. But also what I see is all these guys that have streaming services, they come by licensing content, and that's the reason why they are losing money. So they're generating income, but, you know, they got to fund. They can lose money. That's what they do. And they have to raise money to make new content every year. The difference here is I make my own content, and it's not just some rinky dink, you know, YouTubers, no disrespect, but this is premium quality programming. You know, I'm a director, so I shoot with anamorphic lenses. I own all the cameras. If I'm going to do television, I'm going to shoot with a C300. I got the lectures. I got everything. I got everything that other people rent. It's also because I've been on television, I'm executive producer of Growing Up Hip Hop, you know, the week channel. So, you know, I've been able to 
not to say post, <laughs> but mm-hmm. take all the editors they use. I know the game. I know mm-hmm. the cameras. I know the showrunners. So now my programming is way cooler because as opposed to a network where nobody owns it, this is the mom and pop channel that's dedicated to authentic original programming and tasteful quality. And, you know, you know when something's mom and pop. Yo, I'm going to you know when something's mom and pop, when, some, when something's mom and pop is better. And I'm right. also dedicated to luxury because I have a luxury discipline from from owning Rachel Lloyd for the last 12 years. So, you know, I was the first one in hip-hop to be in Bergdorf Goodman because I have a brand not to be made in China but to make it and have an atelier and all that in my office and get in Bergdorf Goodman and then get the Macy's in a matter of two or three years. But I mm-hmm. did that too. Yeah, I'm a real renaissance man, but at a very professional level. I, I do so many things that when I do it, people are used to it now. So, yeah, I started Jay-Z. Of course, he could direct. Of course, he could develop or started Lee Daniels. Of course, he made fashion. I do everything. I play every instrument. You know, I don't even think I'm human, really. I just call myself a superhero. I'm into <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? But if you can find someone that's done what I've done, because you got to remember, the innovation here is also, this is completely in- independent. I don't have no credit. I've had tax problems for the last 12 years. This has been cash and carry. I'm not a face of a fund. You know what I'm saying? I'm not spending other people's money for like a lose for a certain amount of time and just sell it. You know, I have to really earn. I have to flip. You know, and every one of my companies is independent. So my goal is to show people that you can be independent without compromising quality of living. You have just as much luxury. It's just about having taste and working a little harder. Plus, I got diabetes. How can I not be superhuman? Right. So Dang Dash Studios inspires uh, people to want to become entrepreneurs, to be their own boss. You kind of already answered the question, but why is it important for people to build their own? So that their children don't have to go through the same struggle. And really what I'm trying to do is break patterns. I believe everyone's a slave. Everyone is put on this earth to get up at 9 in the morning, work, the, work from 9 to 5, hustle for a weekend, and then go to school, have debt, go to work to work it off, and all we do is kill animals and kill our and kill our um kill our planet and both are unnecessary. So I'm just trying to change the patterns. I'm trying right. to deprogram people. I think information is important. They need to know the right shit, but the right shit is going to save our soul. Like we can't run around kill shit all day, animals for no reason. They wonder why other people are getting killed. They're getting treated poorly. Mm-hmm. It's like we hate how sometimes people treat people, like, oh, they treat them like animals. But you need to treat animals better. There's no reason to kill an animal to eat. There's right. no reason to kill an animal to stay warm, but we do it every day, all day. So karmically, right. we're going to keep suffering because the very thing we hate in people, we should be hating in ourselves. Great, uh, great answer. Um, so you will also have a series about rap sessions um, featuring Kanye West, correct? Well, Kanye came through. He's the first one. You know, he's like lightning in a bottle. Oh, um, nice. Okay. Um, in the interview we'll series, in yeah, you will sit uh-huh. down with OG. Yeah, you will sit down with OGs of the music industry. That's pretty dope. Were you asking me a question? Was I answering? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I said um, you also have a series about rap sessions. Um, you said Kanye West is going to be the first. No, Kanye was, listen, I was telling you, Kanye came through and he did the first one that's done 
And, oh, nice. you know, a lot of legends come through, and when they do, we just capture them doing rap sessions. Okay. So it's like, you know, I'm, people are comfortable around me when they're not comfortable with other people because I'm a real artist. With right. Them. So that's that. And then the OG series is that's where I talk to people that I respect because, you know, I'm a guy that came from a very extreme circumstance. I'm from 142nd and Lennox, and that's mm-hmm. the lynch mob. Like, my best friends are people that people use that people rap about. So you Google loose ends and the lynch mob and 142nd, that's really my plot. I know those people. And I'm in that circle. Not to say I do, I've done any of those things, but I've actually mm-hmm. been conditioned by those people. And I learned not to do the things they did by what they did. But because they were honorable, like the guys that I know that killed people actually went to jail for it and and didn't tell, did their time in their home. So I get to have those conversations. Like, why would you kill somebody? How did it right. feel? And, and the remorse is, you know, and also they could tell you exactly who I was when, you know, when I, before Rockefeller, so you could know my DNA. You know, and, and also just understanding why, you know, there's a lot of racks going on. People are cooperating at high levels, and everyone's looking the other way. But, you know, I just don't. You know what I'm saying? Just like everyone looks the other way about the food. But the first one, the first episode is Calvin Klein, who is Jay-Z's OG. And I guess nice. now I not only have... Huh? I said, that's nice. Yeah, and there was a big discrepancy because they was calling him a rat. So I had to actually speak to Lucin, speak to Hook, speak to all my boys. And then I found out that my OG actually hung out with him. And that's the reason why Jay acted why I like Jay, because Jay wasn't like his, because Calvin wasn't like his, and Calvin wasn't like his, because he was hanging out with my man Jay. So it all made yeah. sense. It was very therapeutic. But also, you know, I, instead of calling him a snitch, I went after him, you know, and it's all on tape. Nice. And then I got then I got Honor Up, you know, which is a you know, movie that's based on my life. I directed it without a script, but mm-hmm. it still got awards for Best Film and all that. And then we got We Went to series and it's you know it's like my Anthony Bourdain we go we go around the world get high eat food and be creative <laughs> this time we went to Jamaica and then nice. we have help as well which is my wife's show and it's all about you know food and trying to make it where you you know you can be plant-based but you don't have to sacrifice or compromise like you can do it at a budget so she's showing you how she takes care of a man that's diabetic too so she's type three and then there's the dad diabetes network which because I'm type one, I think it's my responsibility to tell people what I've learned so they can learn from it and show people that this is not a weakness, it's a strength, and not to be ashamed of it, you know. And then, you know, gotcha. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Then I got Blue Rock, you know, got all top. I, I have an infinity of content, and it's edited well. <laughs> and it's nice. not well. And then I just have movies coming and movies coming, so I have the list coming. I got, I'm up to one the shop for justice. So I have a bunch of original programming as well coming out. And then the real innovation is after that, I'm going to launch the Shop and Watch Network, DVTV, and that's in a month, and you're just watching it, and while you're watching it, whatever, it's like Network for cool people, because I make all the clothes, I make all the music, I make everything you see down to the motor oil and the liquor, so while you're watching it, while you think someone's looking cool and you're inspired, press a button, and you're buying it. It's right there. That's dope. <laughs> That's dope. Um, so we're running short on time. Um, so I don't have a whole lot of time, but I want to give. I want to ask. Uh, get this question out there. Um, so a while back, you had an interview where you spoke about culture vultures. Um, I'm why is it about culture vultures? Yeah, why is it important to protect the culture? Because they're they're, they're stopping the evolution of our culture. They're taking the things that we love. They're making us more worried about money than love 
and they're empowering people that only care about money. And they're very flagrant about it. So if I know a child molester in the community, I would tell all children to stay away from them. But guys like New York Copeland and Charlie Walk, who's already got touched, all those guys, like Barry Clawberg, the accountant that robbed me, that dude, all those guys. Mm-hmm. All those guys are culture vultures. They, they put money before family, and they hurt our children. They make it where we have no legacy to pass to our children, where our children have to start from scratch and enter into slavery and have to wake up early and look wow. and hustle for a Friday. I'm not wow. doing that to my children, and I hate to see them do that to other people's children. So no one's going to stop me from moving forward. I'm dang dad, so I'm a superhero. But a superhero cares more about his culture than his and that's why I take the punishment and say the things that most won't because people are scared and I'm not. I live fearless. And that's why I'm the one that's happy. And it's odd that everyone says I'm crazy, but I'm still here 10 years later looking better than everybody else. More energy and still the coolest guy in hip-hop, which makes no sense. I'm 47. Mm-hmm. I should not be the coolest guy in hip-hop. <laughs> wow, that was a great answer. Um, so that's it for our interview. Thank you so much for the interview, Dan. Also, also, the one thing I want to also say, this network is also about empowering women. Oh, gosh. I believe that the closest thing to God is a woman because God is the creator of life. And women are the only thing on this planet that I know of that can create life. And in the man's world, people do stupid shit all day. So I just believe that women created men, and because of muscle, men take over. So, you know, when they made a mistake, they created artificial intelligence. I think men are AI. So my thing is to empower women, make them the bosses that they they should be, and give them back the world. Because it will be a better place if love was the currency as opposed to hate and money and insecurities. Because it makes no sense. Look at our president. It makes no sense. It's not even logical. Men are not logical. When a man who's supposed to be the business guy supposed to be the person that's calm, doesn't have estrogen, he got testosterone, is emotional, then he becomes more of a woman. And that emotion is wasted because he can't create life. A woman needs emotion to create life, and she should only have to worry about creating life. But what do men do? They make them not only create life, do it on their own, beat them, treat them like second. And that's, and I know that women are God. Wow. All right. That's it. <laughs> Thank you so much for the interview, Dane. And hello? Hello? Are we still on?
Hello? 